The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Yes, it almost feels like Christmas. We're not going anywhere till Friday. What's going on, Max? Hey, not much. Uh, I'm going to start the show off with a question for uh, Penguin Panther. Um, did you find it as satisfying seeing Patrick Beverly like put a fucking knife in the heart of of the Clippers yesterday as I did? There was something satisfying about watching Patrick Beverly do that. I, I don't know. I mean, I had money on the Clippers to win that one, so that wasn't a good part of it. But it's kind of it was kind of nice. It was kind of to see Patrick Beverly say "fuck you, L.A." It is nice, and it's also nice to see the fans get involved. You know, LeBron always gets really upset because the fans get in his head. But in Minnesota, when they see their team not doing well, they'll come down there and glue their fucking hand to the court. Like, all teams need that kind of commitment from their fans. (laughs) They're a different breed up there in Minnesota. Down there in Minnesota, I should say. (laughs) Down there for you. Yeah. It's hard to take the mind out of Kansas City. (laughs) Uh, yeah, congratulations, Minnesota. Saxy Maxi was banging the drum. LA Clippers well, are going to Yeah, he was, he was hedging his bet, right? He, emotionally, he, he bet on emotionally. the Clippers. Yes, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 yeah, that was his way of saying is like, win or lose, I'm going to win, mm-hmm. right? You know, Minnesota gets into the playoffs, I'm fine. And if they lose, well, you know, I made money. So I'm betting before the Sax kitten came in his life, he probably had kept a fat girl's phone number in his phone just in case, just, just to emotionally hedge his bets. Damn. God damn. Man, you're starting to sound like Cam Newton out here. <laughs> Cam Newton is my oh, hero. <laughs> It's very Al Bundy of Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, Damn. my God. I saw that article, and the, my first fucking reaction is like, oh, my God, he's Arch Stanton. Don't you, like, I couldn't fucking believe it. Do you want to reference like, the uh, article headline? <laughs> uh, we can, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I put I put it in our uh, uh, Patreon. Uh, what the fuck was it? I put it in our main uh, book club chat, right? It was... Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Cam criticizes women who can't cook and be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the, I, listen, I don't, I'm not going to read the article. I'm not going to go into the article yeah. at all. I don't think we need to go into the article. That's the headline right there. So you take that as you will. You can Google the article if you want to, but just know that Cam Newton and Arch Stanton, same person, right. the same exact person. I like, I, I sometimes look at Cam Newton. I'm like, it's like the spitting image of Arch Stanton. You can't tell the like difference. The, ha- the hair and everything. It's, it's just a fucking spitting goddamn image. We both can throw the ball about, about as far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 listen. I, I, I think you put put you on the Panthers, and you probably have the same fucking chance of Cam Newton out there. <laughs> Patriots too. Patriots too. Why not? Um, oh Lord. Where do, you, where do you keep your Heisman, Arch? <laughs> it's in storage. 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 <laughs> <It's> storage. <laughs> it's in Kansas. Somewhere in Kansas. Oh. Um, where the, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to ask you if we're doing geography tests. Where are the Cincinnati Reds located? Uh, Cleveland, right? Well, this is Cleveland. I'm probably not Cincinnati, Cleveland, but Cincinnati's Cincinnati. in Cleveland. Well, cause, cause there is no Ohio. It's just Cleveland. Well, Cleveland's <laughs> all that matters in Ohio. Uh, Cincinnati is in Cincinnati. Last time I checked, it's still in Ohio. Oh, still it's still there. there. Uh, but uh, you ask the president and CEO, COO. I, I always get those. Many, when, 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 when presidents kind of take on multiple fucking roles, it's just call the fucking president, whatever. The the, the owner's yeah. son. Right. How well, about the owner's yeah, son? Dan Snyder takes on the like the, the other title of plaintiff, you know, defendant, <laughs> defendant. <laughs> yeah, takes on a lot of those. Uh, Reds president Phil Castellini scoffs at fan frustration. Requests to sell. Uh, so basically, the fans saying you got to sell this team, and he's like, "Well, where are you gonna go?" Like, I, 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 I listen. I, I read this article, and then here's a quote. Uh, this is this, so I'm gonna read it. Uh, asked about the fans' frustrations about the team, he goes, "Well, where are you gonna go? Let's start there. I mean, sell the team to who? I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, you want to have this debate? If you want to look at what." You would have this team to do to have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system than the game exists. It would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. And so be careful what you ask for. I think we're doing the best we can with the resources we have. We're no more pleased with the results than the fans. I'm not sitting here saying anybody should be happy. I'm not sitting here polishing any trophies in the office right now. And that's what we're here to do. But the bottom line is I do think we've had to shift the discipline. We've tried a lot of things that didn't work. They came this close to working and it didn't. Nobody's got to tell me they didn't work. So I think we've learned uh, from most of those things. Trust me, uh, General Manager Nick Crawl is a guy on a mission. So a lot of people are skewering him. It's like, oh, he's talking about this article, by the way, CBS Sports. I, I, like, I, I often read articles from CBS Sports, but this is this is fucking article is a piece of shit, by the way. So if you read this article, the, the fucking the, the writer of it is just attacking him. It's like, oh, he's using words like profitable and make more money. Well, no shit. No shit. How the fuck do you think you're going to put a winning baseball team on the field? Make more money. It's as simple as that. You got to make more money so you can pay the fucking players because the players, they don't fucking care about staying in Cincinnati. No one wants to you know, stay in fucking Cincinnati. Panther doesn't want to stay in Cincinnati. He fucking moved to Indiana. You know, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, at this point, no one wants to stay it there. But if you pay the players money, oh, well, well, that's a different fucking story. Players will follow the money. <laughs> I'm telling you, they don't fucking care. They'll follow the goddamn money. But you got to make that money to be able to do it. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of siding with this guy here. He's not wrong. Well, he's not wrong, and he could have easily put, like, that fan or the fans on blast. Like, look, you want us to spend money, you got to show up at the stadium. At any given time, you can go down to Cincinnati and buy a ticket 
any day they're playing at home and pretty much get a choice seat wherever you want. So the fans really aren't giving them the money to spend it. And listen, I know they, they purge a lot and it looked like a sell-off, but I think Cincinnati's done as good a job as maybe Tampa, Houston, Oakland. Their farm system is really, really good. And you're seeing the fruits of that labor start to come up with guys like Nick Senzel. Hunter Green took the mound the other day. We're going to talk about Nick Lodolo taking the mound today. Um, so they, they've done a lot of work with that farm system. But if you want to build the way you're supposed to build, then fill in the gaps with extra players like Toronto has been able to do. You got to show up. There's only a few Angels, Dodgers, Red Sox, Phillies, Yankees out there that can spend that kind of money. The, the reality is, I mean, Cincinnati's not a small market, but in the baseball world, it's a small market. And if you want them to spend money, you got to show up and give them the money to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but, you know, there seems like the Astros that built themselves pretty well, you know, uh, everything else aside, the surveillance aside, Astros are built pretty well. Uh, you know, the Royals are struggling, but the Royals have won a World Series in this market. There's a lot of small teams that do have success. I, I, I get it. And, and they got they, they got the Reds to a certain point. Right. They They did. And they, they realize, okay, well, now we kind of have to reboot things because we got to that certain point. Now right. we have to pay all these guys and we can't fucking do it. Yeah. So now we have to kind of reset the button. I think that the point is that, you know, this article is, to, you know, taking the task here is like saying, oh, well, you got to be so smug. Sell the team to who? Uh, the Marlins sold for $1.2 The Royals sold for $1.11 Someone would buy the team. He's not saying that. But would that owner make that team competitive? Because let's look at the Marlins. Let's let's take this fucking Marlins team as an example. Have they fucking done anything? Have they won? They, yeah. Since the Royals sold, have they done anything? Have they won? The point is, yeah, people will buy the fucking team, but will they invest the money? Would they put up their own fucking cash to just splurge and buy all these players? I don't think so. Does, fact, does, first thing, first thing the fucking Marlins did was bye bye, young Carlos Stanton. See you later. Fuck you. Does Steve Cohen have a brother? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> he'd be another newish owner in this league yes a newish <laughs> uh arch what do you got here uh, yeah. there's a second article uh, this is from dodger blue it's talking about the collective bargaining agreement uh scott boris previously previously said the lucrative tv money further demonstrated to mlb fans that the sport is still thriving financially despite what team owners have publicly suggested uh the mlb is going to receive money in revenue sharing of about uh it said here $110 million. Each team is going to receive $110 million through revenue sharing. The previous CBA said the revenue sharing was supposed to be used for each team to improve their team, but nearly half the league has had a payroll below $100 million. And uh, the Cubs notoriously have been using loopholes to invest money into scouting and player development systems and other areas without actually improving their team on the field. That may be a debatable point, but they're going to correct you here. It's not Cubs. It's clubs. Oh, so clubs. I was thinking teams. Cubs. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. It's all of them. All, all these cocksuckers. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah that, that, that's the point. I think that's the point is it seems like the fucking pirates. Yeah. That's what that's what they've been doing. They've been using these fucking loopholes to say, oh, we're improving our team. No, they're not. Yeah, no, they're fucking not doing shit. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure the Cubs are as well. I'm well, sure. yeah, <laughs> the money's got to be going somewhere. <laughs> well, it's going in. The, they're going in. It's going in the pocket. It's it's kind of like uh, the, those families that maybe don't make the most money, but by the time you do your taxes and you get your child tax credit, your income tax credit, and all that, uh, you actually get more back than you invested 
in in the taxes anyway. That's basically what's happening here is they're getting all this money from the Yankees and all the guys that are generating this revenue, and then they're not putting it back into their team. They're just putting it in their pocket, and then well, we're, we're investing it in you know scouting and and. Uh, our, our young players, our farm system, like that's not what it was intended to do. They may have to revamp that entire system. I agree. Totally agree. I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. All right. Spend enough time on this. Let's move on to basketball. Let's get a couple of basketball picks in before we take our break. Uh, thankfully, you know, not a lot of hockey to cover later. So uh, we think we can take our time to cover both basketball games. I'm a, I'm only betting one. The Panthers, you said you're betting both. So uh, I've got both of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's start off with the Charlotte and Atlanta game. Uh, earlier in the season, kind of looked like a no-brainer that the Hornets would make the playoffs. Uh, looked like Atlanta might join the Knicks as a playoff team from last season that would miss out. Well, Hawks turned things around, and the Hornets kind of faded. So now it's Atlanta that is the host team in this playing series. Uh, you know, the winner again heads to Cleveland, try to secure that eighth seed, take on Miami in the first round. Uh, Hornets actually closed out the season on a three-game winning streak, so playing some pretty good basketball going into this play-in series. The Hawks, they they closed out on the road. They got a win over the Rockets, uh, but it's been at home where they've done most of their damage this season. They're twenty-seven to fourteen. They got a win over the Hornets earlier in the season in Atlanta. Uh, you look in the matchup over, over the course of the season, four-game split. Um, you know, the, each team won two games, so um, it looks like an even matchup. But when you when you kind of like go through those games and you start looking at the statistics and you look how these teams match up i think the advantage is on atlanta and atlanta's got the more dynamic player uh all apologies to ball i think he's a, he's gonna be a hell of a player in this league as as he, he goes through but trey's been there before he's a, a man on a mission i like the atlanta hawks to win this and and probably going to cleveland and fucking kick the shit out of them for the uh for the eighth seed so ten dollar money line bet on the hawks I'm kind of in the same boat here. I think the big, the big uh, leaning factor for me is Atlanta playing in Atlanta. They've actually done really well, and if you look at the recency, they've been playing some really good basketball, beating some good playoff teams. I'm not going to give Charlotte too much love over their little end of the year winning streak because everybody was benching their players and taking games off, and Houston sucks. So, uh, look, apologize. I love Lamelo Ball. I think he is going to be a great player, but they don't have Gordon Hayward and Trey Young has just more weapons, I think, than LaMelo Ball does at his disposal. So I like Atlanta here. I think they cover the five and a half. I'll throw 10 bucks on the Hawks. I can't disagree. I think Atlanta does win uh, five and a half now. They should cover. They should absolutely cover this. So we have our first kiss of death in the play-in games. I'm going to take Atlanta two minus the five and a half. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, moving on to this next game, San Antonio and New Orleans. Uh, hey, listen, man, it's tough for me not to just want to bet on the Spurs here. Uh, I've had a season of ups and downs with me betting on their games. Um, you know, it pay, paid off the uh, last few times I bet on them, uh, hit the, the season win totals for me. So, you know, made some profit on the Spurs ultimately on the season. But it was not ha- a happy feeling all year <laughs> betting games on the Spurs. Um, Pop and crew, uh, listen, they made that late season push. They they planted the flag and say, hey, we want to make the play in. We, we, you know, we want to be a part of this. And I get the feeling that they're going to go all out to try to win this one. They want to try to move on. Uh, DeJounte Murray, he's healthy. He's back in the lineup. And I guess you could arguably say he's he's, he's the best player on the court. And it's, it's not really a slight to Brandon Ingram. I love Brandon Ingram. He's a hell of a player, but he's also injured. Uh, he, he should play today. He's listed as probable, but uh, he's he's got, he's banged up. I think DeJounte Murray was you know rested and he's ready to go. Uh, both teams, you know, uh, they ended their season on losing streaks, but, you know, whatever. I, they they kind of had their, their spot secured, so they didn't fucking care. 
Uh, you look at their lineups, New Orleans got the deeper team, but I think all the value is with San Antonio here. Uh, lean on the Spurs. Yeah, I think the Spurs are a little bit deeper than we give them credit for, and they've got a decent front line anchored with Jacob Patel at center. I, I like the rotation. I like what Pop did, rested his guys. Um, so there's, I don't believe there's anybody that's injured or anything like that. Uh, I, I really think San Antonio can go in here and win this game outright, but I am inclined to take those five and a half points. Vegas set it this way for a reason, so I'm, I must be missing something. But I, I like the Spurs plus the points for 10 bucks. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to jump on this with you as well, Sex Panther. Um, I think the Spurs can definitely keep it close. Win, I, I'm not entirely certain, but definitely keep it close. So I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Spurs plus a five and a half. That, that was my problem. Like I had it, had yeah. it like 50-50. Maybe they could win. Maybe they couldn't since I'm doing the money line bets. But yeah, I mean, tons of moral support here. I think with the points, Spurs definitely the play there. All right. Absolutely. Let's take a breather. Let's take a breather. Uh, are you tired yes. of wrangling with spreadsheets? When it comes to profit tracking, Odds Jam can help with that. Odds Jam's bet tracker automatically tracks closing line values from the sharpest books in the world, so you can ensure you're a winning better. You should aim to beat the closing line over 50% of the time, which means you're a mathematically profitable sports better and will win in the long run. The best part is not only is the bet tracker 100% free, but they automatically grade your bets for you. There's no catch, just profit. Head over to our link in our description. Click on that link, and you can go to Odds Jam and sign up there. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, hockey. Not a lot happening. No, you, you don't no, like them much no. either. So. No, no, not much. Just three games. One, one game actually got uh, postponed or suspended or some shit like that. So uh, only game I'm on is Montreal and Columbus game. Uh, Blue Jackets have had moments this season where you, you look at them and say, hey, they, they could be a playoff team, but they're not. <laughs> uh, they, they, you know, I mean, they've managed to be decent enough at home this year, 18, 15, and 4, but lately they have not been able to win at home. Um, and they just can't compete with the better teams in the East. Now, the Canadians are not one of those better teams, don't get me wrong, but ever since making their coaching change, uh, I want to say it was uh, about two months ago, I think it was mid-February, they made a coaching change. They've been a 500 team. Uh, they've seen some decent goaltending from Jake Allen, but uh, he's out for the whole season now. He's he's done. He's dead. Uh, Carey Price has actually been at practice. He could make it back this season, maybe be an emotional return, but it's not going to be tonight. It's going to be uh, Sam Montalbal. He's going to be in net today. Uh, that is exactly how you pronounce his name. If you try to correct me, then you're wrong. Uh, and he's not very good, just like his last name. He's not very good. Uh, but I look at this Blue Jackets team. They're completely fucking banged up. Their offense is, is just not playing well. Uh, the instant reaction is like, man, two shitty teams can't play defense. Go the over. I'd, I'd almost go the under on this one. I don't think these fucking teams are going to be able to score at all, <laughs> even against shitty fucking goalies. Um it's that whole concept is you don't want to make made to look like a bitch in front of your home crowd, but I think Montreal is going to make Columbus look like a bitch in front of their home crowd. Ten dollar bet on the Canadians, and I'll say this: Listen, if you aren't sold on this pick, do the chicken shit play. Take them plus one and a half. I think that's that that's going to definitely hit. But I like the value plus line on Montreal, so ten dollar bet on them. 
I think my only takeaway when I looked at this game was how bad is Montreal that that Columbus is a minus 170 favorite. Like <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I even saw that. Um, I think Montreal does have a puncher's chance here. So a lean on the Canadians, but uh, I'm not on this. Look at that. Everyone's jumping ship off the Blue Jackets, huh? Yes, wow. yes, yes. Minus yeah. 200 down to minus 160. Ooh, ooh. Yep. You probably cash that one. I like it. Panther, are you betting anything? No, I I was yeah. tempted to I was tempted to chicken shit the Kings uh, uh, because you can, still, you can still get a plus line, but uh-huh. uh, no, I don't like today's hockey at all. Don't hate that. Don't hate that. I, I and I think the Rangers bounce back. Uh, they they, lo- they lost that one yesterday, so hit hit in Carolina. Um, I think the Rangers bounce back today, but too chalky for me. Even against Philadelphia, I, I don't want to fucking eat minus two hundred on the Rangers. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's head over to baseball. All right, lots of games for me. I got five. Let's see if there's any overlap, because if not, we're going to probably fucking touch them all. Uh, Starting off with Washington, Atlanta, uh, two teams kind of traded punches through two games. Nationals put up 11 on the Braves in game one. Atlanta put up 16 yesterday, which means either team is capable of big offensive outbursts. So I'm looking at this big plus line for Washington, and it's a play that I just can't resist. Um Josiah Gray, you know, he got beaten up in his last start. His whip is just fucking super goddamn concerning to start the season. Uh, but Max Fried, he's also struggled. And, you know, his last time out was not good. Uh, he's going to look to have a bounce back. But I, there were some current concerns. I was, I was reading some articles about him in, in the uh, uh, the preseason. And there's just concerns about, you know, rushing the preseason with him. And he just didn't look right. So, yeah, maybe both these teams get the double digits today. Uh, I think the value is on Washington. Uh, $10 bet on the Nationals. There probably is some value on Washington, but listen, I'm just not a big Josiah Gray fan. Uh, I, this is where having a good scouting department comes into play, and I think there's a reason the Dodgers were willing to let him go. Uh, I believe that was part of the Scherzer trade. Um, it, it, he just wasn't fitting in with the Dodgers, and he's not pitched well with Washington. Um, I like the Braves, but, God, not enough to lay 200. So uh, a lean on Atlanta. Yeah, I'm leaning Atlanta in this one too. I, I like your value. I probably should be leaning the Nationals with this plus 190 line that you Yeah, 190 somewhere. Yeah. 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 I when I got up and I looked at the Braves, it was like minus 180 chain change. I don't I, I deleted that. <laughs> I said as long as it doesn't get to 200, I think I can bet the Braves. And then, you know, here we are, minus 200. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, next one up, we kind of talked about one of these teams, well, possibly both these teams, because Cincinnati is technically Cleveland, as we all know. Uh, it, it Guardians, oh man, I almost did it. I almost pulled a Panther in there. Uh, Guardians and the Reds. Um, you know, I try not to double dip uh, in back-to-back games, but I, I like the Guardians again today. Uh, you know, I've had three straight games of scoring double-digit runs. Get a chance to tee off against a rookie pitcher today. Now, we, we mentioned him, Nick Lodolo. He was called up to make his Major League debut. It was uh, the number seven pick in the draft in 2019. He spent 2021 split between Double uh, A Chattanooga and Triple A Louisville. His stats pretty fucking good. 2.31 ERA, 38.8% strikeout rate. So the expectations are for are pretty high for him. Now the problem with Lodolo Panther and probably you know as well as f- following this guy, uh, shoulder issues. And um, always gets finger blisters, which is never good for a pitcher. <laughs> you never want to deal with shoulder issues and finger blisters. Um, and it's hard to tell what they're actually going to do with him. Are they bringing him up for a spot start? Are they thinking of kicking off his official career? And if it's the latter, you got to imagine he's going to be on a pitch count for sure. So I think after that, the Gardenians will get to the Reds bullpen no matter what. A $10 bet on Cleveland. 
this this actually is his his call up. He is part of the rotation. Um, they just did, didn't make it official until his start was necessary, which I believe this is their uh, fifth game. He's going to be their number five starter. But I think you know, as the way I was talking about what the Reds have done with their their farm system and the minor leagues. Look, I think Hunter Green and Lodolo is their future one-two punch, and they're going to build around these guys. He throws darts. He's he's a strikeout guy. He can touch triple digits. Um, the big concern here is uh, the game in of itself. I don't know if it gets played. There's supposed to be massive thunderstorms, tornadoes, all kind of stuff going on tonight. Uh, Southern Indiana getting into Ohio. I am actually doubtful this game gets played. But assuming it does, I'm jumping on the Reds here. I, I like Lodolo, what he's done through um, the minors, and he was crushing it in camp you know, abbreviated camp, as it were. But he was crushing it there, so he looks like to be in peak form coming in. I expect him to be nails tonight. Uh, so 10 bucks on the Cincinnati Reds. This is a tough one. I guess I'm going to lean the Reds just ever so slightly because they're catching that plus line, but I don't really like this game a whole hell of a lot. So just, just lean that way. Yeah, and I think uh, the weather uh, I'm looking now uh, should be after the game because it's an early game. So I think I think the game should get in. Oh, I thought I saw a six o'clock. I got a question about that line, Arch. Somebody's moving. It's either getting I'm I'm diving into a trap or somebody's way behind because I have the Reds at minus one thirty. You you're right. You're right. It's uh minus one twenty. I'm I got my numbers mixed up. Okay, you're making me nervous here. I was like, holy shit, fact, I'm way on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. In fact, according to one of our sponsors, it's Guardians plus one twenty, Reds minus one twenty. Okay. Ooh. There we go. Well, there we go. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Head, head over happens. to uh, one of our sponsors then. Uh, next one up for me, Boston and Detroit. Uh, reverse double dip. I took Detroit yesterday, whiffed on that pick. So instead uh, of chasing waterfalls today, I'm just going to jump on the Boston train. Uh, Eduardo Arjica is going to get a shot against his former team. Going to match up against Nathan A. Avaldi. Uh, neither pitcher had a good first outing this year, but I think the um, – the hope in Boston is that Avaldi can settle in kind of like he did last year. Um, you know, while the Red Sox offense has struggled overall, I think a player to watch is Rafael uh, Devers. You know, he's hitting 381 right now. He signed that one-year uh, deal to avoid arbitration, so he's kind of a, a man on a mission. He's motivated to show that he's an integral part of his Red Sox lineup, and he should be fucking paid. Um, and I think that offense will eventually pick up at some point around Devers. And looking at the pitching matchup, I, I think Aovali has a bit more upside than Rajikas in this matchup. So uh, my play is on the Red Sox. I think they close out the series with a win today. $10 bet on Boston. You know, I've, I haven't bet on this series. I'm not going to bet on this series. But I think my own takeaway is that either Boston isn't as good as maybe we thought they would be or Detroit is maybe better than we thought they were going to be. And I think we're all high on Detroit anyway. It's been a relatively even series for as far as Vegas lines have gone. And I, Detroit's hung with them. I think Detroit can hang with them. Uh, I'll lean the Tigers with the plus line. But like I said, no play for me. Ah, we finally got one I wanted to bet. I, I'm jumping on this with you, Max. Uh, minus 121 for the Red Sox. I was hoping we would pay a little bit less, but man, that's life. Uh, I do think the Red Sox win today, so I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the Red Sox. And have your cake and eat it too. Listen, we do a show at 9 a.m. and those yes. are the lines that we get. We could do it any earlier. It's like, oh, we got good lines or We're we got shitty lines. There. I mean, yeah, that, but that might, that's my point though, yeah. is we would just be bitching. It's like, oh, we got these shitty 8 a.m. lines now uh. instead of fucking 9 a.m. So let's let's just fucking we'll deal with it we'll, for this day only. Uh Kansas City, St. Louis, you know, uh the combined age of the starters in this game is 78 years. <laughs> 
That's just a year older than former Cardinals and current White Sox manager Tony La Russa. Let that sink in. Uh, God damn it. Uh, I'm looking forward to this matchup. Listen, I, I like the homecoming story for Granky. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Wainwright defying age. I'd love to see him out there. Um, yeah, I thought KC was the play yesterday, but I resisted because I was saving up. I was saving up my pennies to back Zach on the mountain today. Uh, Royals, uh, you know, just they haven't looked good offensively to start the season. Uh, Salvi Perez, he's the, he's out there hitting home runs, but that's the only fucking thing he's hitting. <laughs> if he's not hitting home runs, he's not hitting goddamn anything right now. Uh, pitching, of course, has been a problem for them, but I, I like this. This is where I like Granky to kind of keep them in this one. Um, he's just got to walk Nolan Arenado. Anytime Arenado's, uh, just walk him. <laughs> 483 with three home runs already, fucking Arenado. Just just avoid him, and I think that's where KC gets the win today. $10 bet on the Royals. Yeah, you know, the Royals, and we talked about them preseason, the future bets, and we, how they built their team, reminiscent of you know the World Series run that they made. Um, small ball, right? Put the ball in play. Steal bases, but my God, they can't put the ball in play. Like, their batting average right now has been atrocious. They've been giving up a shit ton of runs the last three games. Uh, and I, I don't think it gets better for them, even though Grinky should maybe, you know, keep it a little closer. I just think the Cardinals have too much offense. Uh, I don't think the Royals can keep up with the Cardinals here. So I'll lay the 150 and put 10 bucks on the Redbirds. You only have to lay 140. Bad. I'm in. All right. Yeah, I'm leaning the Royals in this one. Their shot, I really think, was yesterday. I, I don't know if they can do it today. Oof, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'll, I'll lean I'll lean them, but I'm not going to bet this one. I mean, the Pirates took one from the Cardinals. I think the Royals will as well. It's... Last one up for me, uh, San Diego, San Francisco. I liked the Giants yesterday. I resisted betting them, so maybe I'm a day late here, but I, I'm I'm on San Francisco today. Uh, solid pitching matchup. Former A's pitcher Sean Manea against Logan Webb. Uh, last last time out for Manea, seven shutout innings, uh, no hits, seven Ks. Not not too shabby. Uh, Webb also coming off a very good start, six innings, one earned run. So good good solid pitching matchup. Uh, Giants offense came to life yesterday. And I think it's, it's actually over the last couple of games have shown signs that it could be warming up, getting out of that whole spring training mindset and starting to get into real games. Um, you know, I, they might not get to Manea, but unless he pitches nine, I do think they will put some runs on the board today. A ten dollar bet on the Giants. Yeah, I like the Giants, but probably just because I like Logan Webb just this much more than Sean Manea. You're right. Absolutely stellar pitching matchup. But after that playoff run that we saw from the Giants last year, uh, Logan Webb is one of my very favorite pitchers. So I'll back him almost anytime I can. All he's getting this time is moral support. A lean on the G-men. Leaning with you on this one as well, Max. We agreed on a, a bunch yesterday. Didn't go well for either of us. And uh, yeah, I only agree with one game that you have. Celine. And that's it for me, Panther. What else you got? Uh, we're going to rip the Band-Aid off. I bet every game in this series, and I've been on the wrong side so far on every game. We'll see if we can get this one right. Uh, my favorite pitcher, Max. Got to be yours by just my namesake, right? Madman Max Scherzer's on the bump for the Mets. Playing in Philadelphia, going against, I guess, I guess their ace, Aaron Nola, but Aaron Nola, the far cry from an ace. Um, I, I think shares are being keep that Phillies lineup in check. The Mets can get it done here. So ten dollars on the nine Mets squadron. Yeah, tons of moral support here. I'm, I'm shocked that this line is 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 what it is with Max Scherzer on the mound. I'm, I'm just fucking befuddled by this. I do think uh, Mets have a, a really solid chance today. Um, they've played the Phillies hard. I mean, other than one inning, 
<laughs> one <laughs> inning through two games. Uh, the Mets have dominated the Phillies. So, uh, yeah, lean on my Mets. I like this play a lot. Mets are catching a plus 102. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it. Because I think all the values on the Mets, uh, 10 bucks on the Mets. I don't think I've missed a Mets bet yet. <laughs> oh, God. You are a DGN. One more for me. We're going to take a look at Houston going to Arizona. Houston, you know, low scoring affair yesterday, but they got the best of the D-backs. Interesting stats for you guys. I know it's early in the season. We're like five games in. But Houston sports a team ERA of 1.64. Arizona sports a team batting average of 130. They fucking can't. I mean, Merrill Kelly actually wasn't bad in camp. He wasn't bad his first outing. But goddamn it, if you're not going to give the guy any running run support, he doesn't stand a chance. I'm all over the Astros here, $10 on Houston. If you take any credence in looking at public versus money betting, uh, this is this is one I kind of circled to say. I'm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Uh, public all over the Astros, money all mm. over the Diamondbacks. Uh, complete flip-flop uh, of that. Um, was enough to, to, to kind of uh, make me uh, freaked out about this. I'll lean Houston with you. I do think they should win. I do think they they probably do win. Uh, but yeah, that that split between the money and the public kind of... Kind of boggling my mind here, so uh, I'll lean on the Astros. Yeah, leaning the Astros with you as well. Minus one forty-five, they should cover that. It's close. I couldn't quite get there though, so just a lean. All right, that is uh, that's all I got. All right, so we are we're we going first, going to Baltimore. The Brewers are in town. Uh, the Brewers are what minus one seventy-five. Orioles plus one fifty-eight. I think there's tons of value on the Orioles here, so I'm going to jump on them. Let's do it. The Orioles can't lose every single game, and maybe they win this one for ten bucks. Ding ding ding! I like the Orioles in this one. I, I'm, I'm also, you know, let me say this: I hate the fucking Brewers. Oof. The Brewers can go fuck themselves. You, you know, if there's ever a team right now in Major League Baseball that can go fuck themselves, it's the goddamn Brewers. Uh, I think the Orioles absolutely have a chance to win this one. Moral support: lean on Baltimore. I think there's too much pressure on the Brewers starting pitching. They're just not getting any help from their lineup. And it's putting a lot of pressure. The Orioles actually have the better team ERA. Can you believe that? With the three aces that uh, the Brewers sport out there. And they're throwing their bona fide Cy Young Award winner, Corbin Burns, out there today. Uh, but I'm with you. I think there's way too much value on the Orioles. Uh, moral support on Baltimore. All right. Happy to have you guys kind of on board. Last game, Mariners are going to Chicago. Um, Chicago is minus 110. That's the best number I could find. I think the White Sox win. I think they take care of business. I think 110, I, we're stealing value here. Give me 10 bucks on the White Stockings. Yeah, you know, when I was looking earlier, um, it, it, the, the line seemed to be getting a little bit better for the White Sox. Now it's it's getting worse, which is a good sign because the money is hammering the White Sox. I think you're on the right side here. Uh, Moral support lean on Chicago. Yeah, I think I think there's just a lot being focused on Robbie Ray being the starting pitcher for Seattle. So it, it'd probably be a low scoring game. Robbie Ray really doesn't go very long and he's not going to go that long in a early season tilt. So uh, I think the White Sox, even if they were to fall behind, probably can come back and grab this one like they did yesterday. Uh, lean on the White Sox. All right. A uh, couple comments. Iceberg says no hockey bet for me either. Okay. He's off. He's no hockey. He likes the Pirates. And the Mets, both plus one and a half runs. Uh, listen, I, I like the Pirates to straight up win. I just couldn't quite get there, but uh, the, mo the money's hammering the Pirates. That line's getting worse for them. I think the Pirates could straight up win that game. And uh, yeah, we already talked about the Mets. 
I'm supposed to be on the Pirates. I've fucking tried to bet Zach Thompson like the last two times, and we got yanked yesterday for some reason. So, yeah, I watch. I don't bet Pittsburgh today. They're going to win it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I really like the Pirates. <laughs> there you go. So we both kind of like your plays about money line versions of them, Iceberg. Uh, what did we talk about today? We talked about MLB owners just barely scraping by that, that $110 million in their pockets. It doesn't buy a lot. It doesn't get you anywhere. We talked about the NBA playing games day two. We talked about the hockey. Nobody liked hockey today. And baseball. That's it. That is it. Download DJ's app for Android or iOS. Let us know you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, constant subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode of Panther Takes Home. Panther Parlay time. We're going to get out of here with those Mets, the Astros, and the Atlanta Hawks. Put those three together. That's today's Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly it is Discord in the book club. You guys got to get in there and uh, shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. Right back at you, but uh, most of all, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said, done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.